it was meta in the sense that i mean it does show you how you can watch a show you can like really be in love with the show and like uh an actress or an actor right like the way they play a part you're like oh my god they're so kind look like they have to be kind playing this kind person on the show and then in reality they might be like the biggest dicks and this show kind of exposes that a little bit and it's obvious because you're acting you're putting on a face but it was nice to kind of see it do you know what uncancelled means Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing that TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is uncancelled giving Trash TV the chance it never deserved. Now they're all gone, canceled on and on, but they're never gonna be canceled. Not satisfied? Head on over to Uncancelled on Patreon. For prices as low as $2.99 a month, you'll get early access to each and every episode this season, as well as outtakes and bonus content. That's patreon.com slash Brandon, you and I, we created a segment called First and Last. First and Last is kind of like, I don't know, it's where Brandon and I will discuss a canceled show. We'll discuss like the first episode and the last episode. And so we will only watch the first episode and last episode of a canceled show. Well, excuse me, but not just... Well, in the beginning... Not just any canceled show, but we have... I don't know who it is. I wish I had the guy's name because it would have sounded cooler, but we have a list of the 30... Best canceled shows. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot to say that. According to what's his name? So according to somebody, there are like these these shows, these top 30 shows that were canceled. And for some reason, they shouldn't have been canceled. And so we will cover these canceled shows. We will only watch the first and last episode and kind of, uh, you know, give our breakdown and uh, see if like maybe they deserve that cancellation or maybe they didn't deserve the cancellation we have uh, some bullet points outlined obviously we have specific brandon has bullet points i have nothing (laughs) i've got no fucking bullet points you have nothing this is totally off the cuff so uh brandon do you want to introduce the show that we covered recently and that we will talk about right now yeah Okay, so we were going through this list, and uh, I was more open to it. Jack was Jack. He was a little. He was a little prejudgy. He was a little negative about these shows, just based off the titles and a bit of the description. He was kind of like, "They sound like they kind of deserved." I remember saying to you, "These shows and these descriptions are they sound like garbage, and it probably makes sense why they don't exist anymore." It probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. Couldn't argue that. 
No, because it's, it's, it's kind of it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to argue that. But that being said, is it true? Was I right, Brandon? We will find out. What is the first show that we decided to go with? So, Jack, as I said, that's where I was going with this. Mm-hmm. As I said, he had a bit of a problem based off the titles, and so we looked at one. He goes, "Gross point." The fuck is Gross Point? Yeah, like, what, was, what is that? that? Is... Gross Point. I mean, that's that's a movie. Gross Point blank. That's a movie. Yeah. What's, what's said... Gross Point? What the fuck is Gross Point? And I that was thought, a show. I thought it was a show based off the movie. That's what you said to me, and that's what and... I was led to believe. <laughs> which... <laughs> and it was not. It was not at all. But I think there is a show. <laughs> Gross point blank based off the movie. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of some other John Cusack. I don't know. So you're right. So we decided to go with the show Gross Point. Which is. Well, Brandon, again, Brandon, he had me convinced that this was a spinoff off of, uh, you know, John Cusack's Gross Point Blank, where he plays like a hitman or whatever. And to me, it was like the most confusing fucking thing because it it just didn't make any sense. If you've seen Gross Point Blank, I don't know how you continue that. There's nothing to continue. Do you, do you do like a John Wick thing where you try to discover the universe of the Hitman world in Gross Point Blank? It just, I didn't get it. And also the show itself, it was set in a high school and I, it just didn't make any fucking sense. So we chose that show and it was exactly what I thought. It had nothing to do with Gross Point Blank whatsoever. What was the show about, Brandon? Sorry, I was just Googling because I swear to God, Gross Point Blank became a TV show when it lasted like an episode. But I it's not a TV show, that was Brandon. in my head, I guess. Let go. It's it's not a TV show. Thank thank God it wasn't a TV <laughs> show. But what what but seriously it wasn't that good of a movie. Break it down. Uh, what what is the idea point of Gross Point? What is, is that? It's best that we go to the source and we go to the 30 best one season TV shows of the past 20 years. That's the list we're going off from thrillist.com. You want to know? I well, I'm, on, I'm on IMDb up. right now. This is what IMDb says. I don't want to. I want to give an accurate description. And well, this is this is IMDb. Like, there's no lying on IMDb, from what I understand, right? There's no lying. No one lies on IMDb. Yeah, okay. But check this yeah, out. Well, yeah. It says IMDb. Gross Point is a satire centered on the off-camera antics of five actors who star in a fictional high school drama called Gross Point. I got a better one. Okay. I got a better one here. We're going off thrillist.com. Shout out to, I don't have the guy's name. Let's call him John. Let's call him John. John Apple. John Apple. You have wrote a lovely description here. If you were a fan of Beverly Hills 90210 or Melrose Place, this comedy from 90210 and Melrose Place creator Darren Starr was must-see for anyone who grew up watching those addictively schlocky melodramas and their trend-setting actors. God, this guy words it well. A parody of the behind-the-scenes drama and clashing personalities, Gross Point spills blind-item-style goss by setting the action... Goss? By setting the action on a fictional nighttime soap that seemed a little familiar... Appearances by Jason Priestley and others associated with Aaron's spelling produced series made it even more meta. Initials JS. So maybe his name is John. <laughs> there you go. There you All go. right. So 
I want to give my. See, I wanna, we, didn't, we unfortunately we didn't see Jason Priestley. Uh, in right. The we well, I want to give my my initial thought to what you just read. I was never a fan of nine hundred two and zero. I was also never a fan of Melrose Place, and I, I I'm old enough to remember those shows. So yes. going in going into this show, I knew it wasn't going to be my cup of tea. If you're going to word it that way, nine hundred two and zero Melrose, like I I knew immediately this wasn't going to be my thing. But it was interesting. It was an interesting, uh, I guess, beginning. The first episode. Let's talk about the first episode a little bit. First episode. First episode starts off with basically a bunch of actors, or you don't even know. It it starts off actually in a high school, and the lead actress, she gets pregnant, and she gets into a car accident or something. Yeah. And so... Just be replaced. Right, right. And and so and so like it, it cuts and it's like, oh, all right, this is a show. They're on they're on set and this isn't real. There is no high school student who's pregnant and just lost her child. This is all just, you know, pretend. This, this is, is all this is acting. On the set. On a like set is, of a show called Gross a Point. Show within a show. Yeah. Kind of like the Truman Show, I guess. yeah. And I, I kind of like that. I like that idea. It was very meta. meta. It was very meta. It was interesting, which would be huge nowadays, really. Right. Say. So I'm immediate. I'm immediately thinking if this show came out like right now, I feel like it probably would have done well. It would have lasted longer than. Oh, oh by the way, yeah. the show only lasted a season. It was like 17 yes, episodes or some all shit. All of these shows. All yeah. of these shows have only lasted one season. One season, yes. So, yeah, 17 episodes. 17 and episodes. Apparently, the last episode didn't even air in Australia. Those poor. God damn it, man. Bastards. I saw that on the YouTube comment. <laughs> like, this, 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 I love this show. They didn't even air the last episode in Australia. How could you do like, that? I just went and watched it like in 2020, like 20 years later. He's finally getting the conclusion. Yeah, how could you just That's not, not a conclusion everything? though? That's getting to the last episode. You're right. still talking. But no, no, no. But the first episode. So what happens is there's a new actress in town. She is supposed to, I guess, bring in more pizzazz onto the gross point cast. And she's supposed to create more of like drama. And the directors and producers, they're like so happy about it. But like the main, the main stars, well, I guess mainly the lead actress who is pretend pregnant and lost the pretend baby wasn't happy about this. And well, so no, within the show of the show that happened, well, within the show, the show had happened, but she wasn't happy. Well, I'm saying on the set, she hated that there was going to be a brand new actress that was coming oh, in. Yeah. that was going to get the focus on gross point. We get introduced to these other characters. Like there was this one character. Or one act uh, actor, I forgot his name. I'm trying to find right now. He was familiar. This guy, Kyle Howard. Kyle Howard. He plays Dave the stand-in. Oh, okay. He plays the friend, the one that like wants yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like Kyle Howard, I loved seeing him here because I know him from this uh, movie called The Paper Brigade, I believe it's called. The Paper Brigade. And he was also in the movie with uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. He put, he played like a child, like maybe like a 13 or 14 year old where they trapped their parents in a basement. They, they all like these bunch of kids. They trapped their parents in a basement and uh, they, they want their parents to just stop being dicks. Anyway, Kyle Howard was in it. 
And I've never seen him in anything other than like these two fucking old 90s movies. So I see him here and it's so great because I, I actually really like him. Nostalgia. There you yeah, go. it hit me so hard. And I also see uh, Nat Faxon, the guy that plays Kevin, the the dude that's like, I don't even know, like what, what's his role? He's um, I'm going to share my screen right now. I just so honestly, no, I'm sorry. I don't know the name. This dude right here. This dude, Nat. Nat. Nat Faxon. Remember this dude? He was like the dude that, like, uh, I guess he work he works on set. He he's like a stagehand or whatever. He he makes sure that shit's going, like shit's working. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he like gets the water. He's like the assistant or whatever. I know him from the movie Beer Fest. Okay. He was like uh, one of the Germans. Yes. The uh, the yes, siblings yes, or whatever. Yes. The yes, si- yeah. Siblings. And uh, yeah, so I I only know him from there. So like. I'm seeing him in gross point and he's normal. And it's like the weirdest fucking thing, dude. I wasn't prepared for that at all. Um, So it was nice seeing him as well. That was my first thing. Oh, okay. These are people that I know. I I like these, these stars. And I also see Michael Hitchcock and Michael Hitchcock. He's a guy that is also, you don't see him a lot in movies. He's actually in a lot of the movies that are made from, I think his name is Christopher Friend or some shit. Christopher Friend. <laughs> Fucking that up. It's Christopher not Christopher Friend. Friend. <laughs> Who's in Mad TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro so executive producer. Oh, he was makes sense because this, this. Um, oh, wait, no, Christopher Guest. Christopher he's, Guest. Yeah, yeah, he's in a lot of Christopher Guest uh, movies. And that's where I know him from. And he's awesome. He was also in a... He's not a friend. (laughs) He was also in like uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm for like an episode where he was a... He was... I guess he was... He had like a silent pact with himself or whatever. He wasn't going to talk. So I guess then that would point out that this is indeed a satire. This guy is a popular uh, satirist. Yeah. Yeah, and he and he was great too. I think he he played like a closeted gay man in the show. Like that was my guess because every single time you had Al Santos, the guy that played Johnny Bishop, yeah, like the friend of the friend of uh, Dave. Every time he would like take his shirt off, you oh, had, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you had you'd be like, oh, the, uh, yeah, Michael Hitchcock's uh, character. He's like, hey, so uh, yeah, I'm 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 straight. <laughs> like he was, he's constantly yeah. like just trying to. You know, let everyone yeah, know. Yeah, I noticed that when he does take his shirt off and he's like, hey, you want to see this? And he's like, oh, hey, you, yeah, you guys want to play some football? You know, he's uh oh, God, uh, that was just so funny. It's it's a brilliant, pretty, yeah. cool, pretty cool cast. I like the cast a lot. Um, so so the, the first cast. episode was pretty chill. I, I liked it. I thought that it was whatever. It, it kind of did remind me of 90210 and kind of reminded me of uh, Dawson's Creek a little bit. It was melodramatic. But it was whatever. It wasn't it wasn't a bad first episode. It was a little bit corny at times, as you know, early 2000s shows kind of were. It was just uh, it was like this thing, an early 2000s product. Yeah, I guess I'll talk about what I remember of the first episode before we get into the last one. Uh, I forgot about that whole. Yeah, he lifts his shirt up and he's like, I forget what he says, but yeah. He well, he's he's always he's always like trying to convince everybody around him. Like, like he tries to become like the alpha dog every single time. Okay, first of all, though, the dude is like uh, derobing next to him and he plays the father. He plays his dad, I think, in the show. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> just see who'd play. Oh, were they okay? First of all, when they get that like make a dream, the make a wish kid. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh my god. Wait, so That's... so explain, like describe what what uh, what happened. Okay, so they have a make a wish kid that wants to be on set. Well, they got he got granted to I guess it's his favorite show, I guess. Yeah, gross point. Apparently it's you know it's been around for a while, which is like really ironic. Yeah, they actually that's a good <laughs> point to start because it completely fucks you up when you literally watch it and it opens previously on gross point. You're like, what? Yeah, 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 exactly. That was so weird. Like, what the fuck is going on? It was like, no, backup. What? Is there another episode? Like, what's happening right now? Is there episode zero? Did they they label this correctly? Was there, was, is it, was there like a movie? Was, is it like Gross Point Blank? Are they just continuing from, from the movie Gross Point Blank? Is that what's happening? If you think back to like 2000, you're kind of immediately alienating your audience there. Oh, immediately. Brilliantly, brilliantly satirical. But you immediately confuse the fuck out of it. I'm I'm changing the channel, dude. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not. What yeah. is this? Am I missing something? And like, was TiVo around at the in the year 2000? No, no. So like, and also, so. and also, you can't like download. Or maybe I guess you can. Like, Morpheus was already around. LimeWire was around. But yeah, like, you could. You had like, but it was also a pilot. It was also a pilot. Like, no you one's could, downloading like, tape a pilot. It. You could tape it. Too. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, that was like. 2000 so like dvd i mean no one really had vcrs at that at that point so no one was really taping shit i don't know if tivo no vcrs what are you talking about vcrs for sure were around no, the 2000 no that in was the 90s started vcrs were were still around dude in 2000 vcrs were fuck like, yeah man no. i remember in 2000 <laughs> dude, i'm telling hell you. yeah dude i'm t- dude VCRs, VCRs were extinct by then. They were extinct, but they were still around. Like people, my family still had a fucking VCR. It made no sense. It was the weirdest thing. People, dude, I still have my VCR. I should throw well, that yeah, shit out. Yeah, they still had your VCR, but did yeah. you really use it is what I mean. Were you taping stuff in 2000? Yes, dude. I'm telling you, if you're an immigrant, if you came to the, if you're like right off the boat in the 90s, the VCR is like a god. I this can capture turn, shit. Turn what? of the millennium, though. <laughs> The turn of the millennium. This was different. Okay, but so yeah, yeah that you had really the make a wish kid. You. We have the make that a really wish. That really confuses kid. you in the beginning. But then the new girl comes into the trailer and she's like trying to be likable. So the two, I guess the two lead chicks are getting their makeup done, getting in the powder room, whatever, getting done up in the trailer. And she comes in and she's like. Oh, uh, to the one she's like, oh, I'll help you look for apartments or whatever. And, uh, you know, obviously sucking up a bit, trying to be likable, make a friend on set. And then so she kind of gets called out for it. But then it quickly moves on to where there's a bang on the door to kind of abrupt this argument. And it's a producer and he opens it and he's like, we have one of those make a wish kids (laughs) on set. He was like, we should like, we like, we should even be laughing, but it was it the was way it was presented. Brilliant. He's like, wait, yeah, one of those make a wish kids. Like, this is something that happens all the time. It's a regular, they call it like make a dream or something. No, it was make, it make a, a no, it wasn't it was make, make a wish. No, sure. I, I feel like it was make a wish, it was make a dream or something like that. They were like literally like parodying, even I don't think you can say make a wish because you would get the legal reasons back then anyway. Or maybe that was just part of the satire. They're even satirizing that. Make a dream? 
Yeah, it was that sounds like, so stupid. Make it dream. That's a, I think that was the point. That sounds so honest. fucking dumb. I think that was the point. To be honest, make a dream. I mean, I'm so glad that they went with make a wish in reality. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking I mean, make a dream. Hey, Brandon, you want to stupid? But wanna make a dream, the, Brandon. I mean, it is kind of making a dream come true. You know? Like you're not like making. A All right, so make call it make a dream come true. Foundation. Make a dream. Come Foundation. true, and she and she. Uh, uh, so he's like, he wants to come in and meet you. She, like, what the fuck's make a dream or whatever? She's like, so the other actress explains that it's make a wish. She describes what make a wish is. Like one of those sick kids comes in that has, a, and they want to spend a day or whatever. She's like, oh yeah, this isn't a good time. Turn the fuck off. <laughs> 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 amazing like yeah. so savage but so like the timing the comedic that's like ah oh, the show just... but it was so it was so like uh you know early 2000s mean girls that was kind of what i was that that's yeah. what it, that's what it kind of the you know reminded me of like the early 2000s was all about the you know the bullies you had like the the white dudes who were brolic and strong and i guess brolic and strong is the same fucking thing and uh, they were bullies to like the nerds, and you had like the really attractive females who were just you know bullies to everyone because yeah, they're they're like the hot shit. Stand up satire. You don't see that. I don't feel like you see that a lot now, though. No, you don't. But it, but that was the two thousands. That's what it was. That's what it's basically all about. And you see that you're like, oh dear God, they're using this fucking trope. Yeah, it's literally parodying that. I know, but I remember seeing that, laughing, and just getting like annoyed because i've seen it so many fucking times but it was funny it was funny i feel like if i saw this in 2000 i would have laughed for sure i laughed and it was funny (laughs) and then and then later on so then they send the make-a-wish kid and they say i don't know they come up with something and so he goes over and he goes to go use the washroom and they get the lead actors in the washroom (laughs) and it turns out that he's bald and he's wearing a hairpiece. Yes, so the other that, guy was, grabs that was really it, hilarious. And he, yes. he fucked up. He fucked up combing it, so he had to have the other guy come in and try to fix it. As the Make a Wish kid then rolls into the washroom and sees that the guy's fucking bald. So right, the guy and you got that kid. And the Make a Wish kid was like, "Hey, it would really suck if someone found out." about this this whole ball well, situation that guy no the guy says it would suck <laughs> if people found out i'm bald he's like yeah it would really suck if someone found out it, especially if someone told them who saw it <laughs> right right he became and, uh, a little piece of shit the make a wish yeah. kid became a piece of shit yeah he became he's like maybe kid. you like put me in your show like a line and give me a line <laughs> yeah give me a blackmailing this dude say anything basically blackmailing just you know which is i mean fuck well honestly dying. honestly i was like you know what fuck yeah you know fuck these people they're all assholes and uh you know you're supposed to get your dream uh yeah, you already got shut down by the and you know what better yet let's get you on the show fuck it <laughs> i really enjoyed that part yeah the and then they weren't gonna let him on the show <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we don't want a wheelchair kid on the show. Or yeah, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't work with what we're doing. It doesn't work with what they're doing. It's fucking weird. 
And then they had to basically explain that he saw the lead actor bald, and so he has to be on the show or he's going to fucking ruin the entire show anyway. So either way, he ruins the show being in the show, but he would ruin the show saying that the guy's bald. They're kind of tied there. So that's just... And he kind of also... There's also like a karma moment when he runs over the chick. Well, he runs over... He runs over the leg of or the foot of the chick that rejected him. Yeah. The one that said, oh, we're not going to make anyone's wish come true today. It was amazing (laughs) when that happened. (laughs) That was so great. It was poetry. Poetry in motion. Yes, literally poetry and motion. Pun intended, Brandon? Absolutely intended. Yes. It was great. What what else happened in that episode? Those were the key moments for me. Yeah, but it wasn't a lot that was happening. Um, It just. That's our review of it. Okay. Yeah. What are you giving it? What are you giving the episode? uh, One to 10. I have overall rates. What does that mean? overall rate of the episode like what i would rate it like on a scale of 10 all right they said i i have overall great with a with a hard g i was like Wait, no what? i meant i have like an the fuck is that rating. i don't know what to, oh okay i was like i don't know what to do with that i have an overall rating uh I'd, you know what i kind of loved it i kind of loved it i would say a high seven okay so i Really, I was pleasantly surprised with some of the actors that were on the show. I just I knew them from other things, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is pretty cool." I'm seeing them do things. I didn't I didn't know that this dude still does shit. Kind of not really, because this is the year 2000. He probably still doesn't do anything new. But yeah, I I really I really enjoyed that, and I think that it really improved the rating that I'm gonna like. I think without those actors, I probably would have given the show like a 6.5. But with the actors involved, I, I'm giving it a 7.5. They get a full one point increase. So I, I'm giving the first episode a 7.5. I thought it was I thought it was not bad. It was a little, again, it was a little bit too much in terms of like a lot of 2000s nostalgia and not a lot of good 2000s nostalgia. Just kind of like, wow, <laughs> my God, this this exists. Holy shit. Don't we have enough of this with 90210 and Melrose Place, pretty much? And Dawson's well, Creek. You can't forget Dawson's Creek. I, it's a direct send-up of that. That's what I love, is that it literally is like taking the piss out of itself. Like, yeah, yeah there's 2000s <laughs> storylines and stuff, but it's also taking the piss out of it. Well, so it's but not hard enough, tank- but it's not, it's but it's not hard by enough. that guy, though. It's by the creator who made those shows. Which is kind of it's kind of like Wes Craven, right? When Wes Craven, what, what's Wes Craven known for before uh, Scream? Uh, those horror movies, like what, like Halloween and shit, right? No, was he Halloween? No, he wasn't Halloween. Was he John was Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, uh, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street. And he, did, he did some other shit, but my point is, Scream was kind of like a. I don't want to say it was a parody, but it was, it was kind of making. It, it kind of made fun of he was making fun of himself a little bit yeah with was. uh with directing that movie and that's kind of what this was for me it didn't it, it, to me it felt like it wasn't enough of it i wanted them to i wanted them to really kind of dive deeper into it yeah well maybe they would have maybe but they never got the opportunity but okay so then well, we saw maybe the last they episode. did and we just because we, we haven't seen it first and last right? because that's what we're gonna do brandon we're not watching an entire fucking season man well, no uh, i mean you can if you, i might 
No, Brandon, we're not doing it. We're going to well, continue. We're going to trek ahead on. Of things we're going to trek on, my friend. That's getting ahead of things. Are there so, more points? Some, I've Before we move on, best scene of the first episode. Best scene. I don't even know, man. Like, I really liked... It's like silly, but I just really liked it when that the Make-A-Wish kid ran over that, you know, that piece of shit chick who rejected him early on. Yeah. I thought that was just like, for me, at least it was, it was, uh, it was just perfect. It was, it was, uh, I kind of, yeah, I would say either that I kind of almost want to say the scene where she rejected him was kind of fucking perfect. <laughs> so it's like, oh, they're going to have a stupid fucking make a wish. And he's like, nah, <laughs> not right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, I kind of I agree there. Like you're running the scene within the show where he runs over her foot, and, and, and but then when they yell like "cut" and they're like, "Why the fuck is this kid in the show?" Right, and then it's like, "Oh, because he saw the fucking Johnny bald." I also they didn't did... initially say that. They just had to end up like saying like. <laughs> well, I also wanted to say, uh, and I almost forgot about this point, but it was meta in the sense that I mean, it does show you how. You can watch a show. You can like really be in love with the show and like uh, an actress or an actor, right? Like the way they play a part. You're like, oh my God, they're so kind. Look, like they have to be kind playing this kind person on the show. And then in reality, they might be like the biggest dicks. And this show kind of exposes that a little bit. And it's obvious because you're acting, you're putting on a face, but it was nice to kind of see it. Also, when when the new uh, the blonde girl, she comes in, you know, she's like fresh kind of off the boat, uh, like fresh out of like acting school or whatever. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Taking yeah, her so act. This is like her first gig, right? She's kinda, like, she's all about the theory of acting. And yeah, she, they she's all now, like the best. The, practice. What are your intentions? Right. You know, you have like the guideposts. The who, the what, the when, the where. They're like, yeah, uh, well, well, what are we like? What are we trying to do? And they're like, just fucking say the lines. <laughs> yeah. And it was it's like, like that, uh, that like, one actor. Oh, I never. Uh, just memorize know. the lines. It's like, that no, one I dude. don't do that. And she's like, when do you prepare? I don't. She's like, what's that? <laughs> what's the word prepare mean? That's not what we do here. It's off the cuff, That's baby. Also, it sets the tone. It just it's it's also meta in that it's it's direct send up of like, yeah, these stupid douchey soap opera stars who basically read their fucking lines like in the well yeah i mean soap operas correct me if i'm wrong there's a brand new episode every single day yes that's crazy that's that's actually crazy yeah and they don't even prepare they don't have to like memorize anything and it makes sense like the the acting is terrible yeah it's wooden it's just they're just like reading cue cards like i watch i watch uh, johnny carson style or something <laughs> well i watch big brother and at the end of the season of big brother they'll take like the winner or america's favorite of big brother and they'll put them on a soap opera on, on cbs and that's got to tell you like how easy it is <laughs> to basically be a soap opera star i guess i don't know like you're just reading a fucking line no one's expecting you to be perfect. Just read this line. You'll be good. That's what I liked about Gross Point, that they kind of showed that a little bit. Was it a soap opera? Or it was just like a regular show. It's a soap. It was it a soap? soap? Okay. 
It's a soap. It's it's a direct send up of like soap operas. Okay, but yeah. So then we saw the second episode, right? Or not okay. the second episode. We saw the but last before, episode. Before, Jeez, there's more, Brandon. Oh, I wait. have more. Oh, wait, <laughs> worst more. scene. Worst scene. Dude, I don't know the worst scene. I don't fucking remember. I mean, the worst. You had scene. some. You had some things you didn't like, but you said you touched on before. I don't remember. What did I say, dude? Oh, why are you expecting me to remember? If you well, didn't... you remember <laughs> that I had something to say. I don't. I remember. do remember you had something. You said something you didn't like. Something about the the lead chick or something like that. I can't remember. Whatever you didn't. I don't remember. Like if I don't remember what I said, it probably wasn't a strong enough deterrent. For me to be like, fuck this show. Yeah, like, I don't no. like look. But I mean, there is the week. The week. Look, the weak part of this show is that it's early 2000s. And a lot of the culture is very early 2000s. And I was never a huge fan of the two, of like the early 2000s. I was more of a 90s dude. <laughs> like I, yeah. I was a kid in the 90s, but I remember the fucking 90s and the 90s was a shit. Oh, another thing I actually wanted to mention, too. This show came out pre 9-11. Did, yeah. Pre 9-11. And I feel like pre 9-11, you were allowed to kind of joke around about some shit that after 9-11, it was hard to joke around about some shit. What I'm, what I'm getting at is like, uh, well, you have that guy who's, who's gay, he's closeted, and uh, they kind of joke around about it. I feel like post 9-11, that's not, that's not something that lasts. You're not actually doing that anymore. We're in a way more sensitive time now that you just don't do that you're not making fun of the person who's closeted if anything you're embracing that and you're you're trying to dive deeper into their story i was wondering like at the end of the first season like i don't know if they went they like the show aired after 9 11 like that season if it if it kind of went through i don't think so but i was wondering that it maybe it didn't and when it was time to renew renewals probably like after 9-11 and they were like is this something that we want to continue like does this fly out and this is a good segue to get into the last episode last episode really now (laughs) yeah i felt that i didn't think it ended when it was supposed to end the first no, season, no, it did, no, of course it didn't, dude. It was like obvious that they wanted to keep going. I don't think like I think they filmed more episodes is what I think. I, I would think actually that. see. I'm curious. I would love to know if that's the like if is that true? If that's true, How release, many, uh, release the no, tapes. There's no there's release no release the tapes. There's no. Yeah. Release the tapes. Just fucking there's, release it, man. There's no. Hold on. But why, why do we I know hold on, why DVD do we want to know, there. Brandon? Why do we want more? Let's go into this into the last episode. Why do we want more? We what want happened more in the last because episode? Because it ended on a sort of cliffhangery thing that didn't seem just. Okay, so it wasn't really a cliff- the, the lead. It wasn't like a cliffhanger leading into a second season. It was like just this like the next episode stopped. Yeah, like there needs to be a next episode. Like so- there was, and most shows there was only seventeen episodes. No, no show ends with so they don't get a seventeen episode air. It's like 16 or, or 20 or 30 or something like that. So let's talk about it. This The last episode, we have that actress, the one that uh, got her foot run over, the one that rejected the Make-A-Wish kid. You have yeah. this actress getting engaged. 
to rock and roll royalty. It's the some dude. And it's fucking her co-star. Dweezil Zappa. Is that, I don't know. Is that who that is? Dweezil Zappa. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Frank Zappa. Frank oh, is Zappa? he, is he, is he, oh, I know it's, Frank. It's, that, that's a son. It's a kid. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> they yeah, made him, that's... they made him like a, like a, a golf guy. A guy yeah. who's trying to fucking, you know, start up his golf career. Anyway. So she's marrying this tool pretty much Zappa's kid who wants to become a professional golfer. And so you have her friends. It's hilarious. Well, you have her friends now, like that that blonde, the new actress that comes in in the first episode. She's now part of the friend group. They're all friends now. Also, that kid, the one that was like the stand-in for the lead actor, we find out that that he, this this, this lead-in actor, he also dated this kind of you know asshole actress who ran over or got run over by the Make a Wish kid. So there's a lot that's been going on this season, clearly, but it's we find a out a lot, but we find out that no one likes this idea of her getting married to this guy. It's, it's just abrupt. And it's also weird because she gets engaged in that episode and she also gets married in that episode. Yeah. They get engaged and then married like two days later. Though. That's a, that's like a 2000s thing, dude. That's a, that that's, a 2000, that's a 2000s. I'm watching like, what the fuck is going on? This makes no sense. This would never happen now. Right. But on that's shows. kind of the shows. joke. I know, but it annoyed the fucking shit out of me. But that's, it's supposed to annoy you. I, yeah, I get it. But it, it worked because I was just like, this is, this is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, of course they're pissed at you. Of course they are. You idiot. You're marrying him after, was it like the same day they got engaged and they got no, married the same like, day? It was like Thursday night and then got married Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, and like everyone uh, showed up, I guess, because two days is enough time and enough notice to, uh, you know, prepare for someone's well, they're not wedding or whatever. Doing anything. Well, no, it wasn't. No, they had people. They had people there. They at the did, wedding. but it was kind of like where she was like, oh, when's the wedding? She's like, Saturday. And she was like, <laughs> Saturday, what? This Saturday, like tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, you dumb bitch. Like, don't you get it? It's yeah. a Saturday wedding. What you needed more time? You needed what a, a month? <laughs> you idiot! Yeah. It's like what you idiot? I'm getting married because so stupid, married. so dumb. It's the type of like impulsive decisions that those actors make. That's a, it's a send up of it all. So okay, so there's another girl that we didn't talk about in the first episode. This one girl who was very insecure in herself, who who was well, also we did talk about her. Did we? Said, she was she was insecure. Yeah, I said it was the girl that comes in. And she's like, oh, then she wants to be liked by everyone. She says she's going to help the girl look for a person. Oh yeah, that's true. So we kind of talk about it. By the way, that girl is big red on Bring It On with Chris and Dunst. Oh yes, that's yes. big red. So I so seeing her was fucking awesome. Big but, red. But anyway, so you have her have a makeout scene with the stand-in guy and there there are like sparks for her she's like oh my god he's the one he's fucking amazing and then you know she kind of lets the blonde the new actress she lets her know like hey i think i'm i think i like this guy and she's like oh the guy that used to date the girl that's getting married she's like yeah is that weird she's like no it's not weird you go fucking go after him go go do it go you gotta go and then this guy he also digs her, right? Because so I think she asks him to uh, be 
her yeah, date because they kissed on set right that she's like okay let's continue well, this in, I like, like in the show in the show in the the show that's the the show is about they do a spin the bottle scene and uh they end up kissing oh and he's and, and he stutters like he's like he plays a stutter the stand-in plays a stuttering character which is yeah. like also fucking ridiculous it's ridiculous and then he's like replaced. uh well he like practices his stuttering do you remember that he, he's like is it good is my stuttering yeah. good <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous yeah so anyway the spin the bottle scene in the show within the show and then oh my god i like this guy oh my god i like this girl. whatever so she decides i want to take this guy to the wedding i want, I want him to be my date and that's the idea that's where it kind of goes from there oh also making an appearance is jesse from uh saved by the bell i forgot the chick's name i forgot her name i don't know she was in saved by the bell and and uh, she actually plays herself anyway the asshole actress who gets her foot run over in the first episode she apparently pays jesse from saved by the bell to be at her wedding and be her bridesmaid do you remember that yes you have the stand-in guy drive jesse to the wedding with berkeley Elizabeth Berkeley. I like Jesse more. Like no one knows her by Elizabeth. Oh, Elizabeth At least Berkeley. I don't know her. So showgirls. Oh, never saw that. Oh, never. Surprisingly, it looks bad. It is bad. It looks it's really so, bad. So bad. I think it's I've good. purposely avoided. She's so hot. It. Oh my god. So yeah. So you have the stand-in dude drive with Elizabeth Berkeley. You know Jesse. And, uh, you know, surprise, surprise, Elizabeth Berkeley, Jesse from Saved by the Bell. She's kind of uh, an asshole. And he decides, you know, fuck it. <laughs> get out of my car. I'm going to get yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go there. My No, was it him that drove? It wasn't the stand in, was it? No, it was not. No, it was some other dude. It was the it was a lead guy. I think it was Johnny. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Johnny. It was a lead guy. But anyway, so you have now the stand in, though who kind of eavesdrops on the guy that's marrying the chick and he's eavesdrops on Dweezil Zappa. Z- yeah. Z- I'm going to call him Zappa's kid. Zappa's kid basically says, Hey, can't wait to marry her. And then my, my golf career is going to take off and I'm just going to use her. Basically that's the conversation and the stand in and take her for her money and take her for her money. And the stand in dude's like, Oh my God, I'm conflicted. Which, because why would the Zappa like your Zappa's kids? Why do you, why do you need to take someone else for their money? Very strange. I guess, I guess the inheritance, the inheritance money wasn't kicking in yet. Um, you know, <laughs> does Zappa really have that much money? I don't think so. That's probably why he did what he yeah. did. Little uh, mini Zappa. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm marry into, into soap opera money, soap money, soap money. But this stand-in, he's now conflicted. He's like, do I tell this girl who I used to date? And he decides, I want to be a good man. I want to, I don't want to be a toxic male who's going to hold, toxic, you know, withhold information. I'm going to go to her. I'm going to try to be a friend. I'm going to let her know. Hey, hey, you, you, something's going to happen. This guy's a piece of shit. He's using you. And she takes it the wrong way. She's like, oh, he clearly is in love with me because, you know, she's really full of herself. And uh, she think- kicks him out. I don't think, no, I think she just, I don't think she necessarily was like, oh, you're still in love with me. He kind of makes that clear. No, but dude, no, she's like so blind. She's. I don't think, yeah, I think she's not blind in that way. I think she's like, you're trying, no, she's like, you're trying to ruin my happiness. She takes it that way. You're trying to ruin my happiness because you're still pissed off that I left you or whatever. Like the bitter ex route. Like, uh, you don't want me to be happy. 
because I left you and you're not happy and fuck you. Yes. Okay. Oh, because, okay, so what happened was she decided to be a bitch to the other chick, the insecure chick. She's like, hey, because of you, you invited him. He told me that he's still in love with me and all this bullshit. And that's well, kind of... No, she then, she she thought he was trying to ruin her happiness, and then she saw that they had a thing, so then she well, made that's what up I mean. She was jealous. Yeah. yeah, she was judged. Like, fuck this guy. Not only did he try to ruin my happiness, I'm going to try to ruin his happiness and yeah. her happiness. Yeah. And then the show kind of ends yeah it just that's it that's where it, that's where it it's stopped. like no and it's like no they have to correct that they have to like i texted you remember that shit i texted you immediately like yeah. this is bullshit yeah that was bullshit i need i need more yeah i need what, what more. the actual what the actual fuck brandon you gotta know that that's not how it went down she do they get, get together does a stand-in reach happiness? i feel like they do get together but I feel like there's the obligatory. She's seeing. She starts seeing someone else, and yeah, yeah, like they, uh, like they, uh, yeah, they try. And they don't get together until like season five through the second. No, third season five. Season, yeah, no, yes, no, no, season yes. five. They'll be You're season right. five. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's like always season fucking five. Look, dude, it's like uh, Ross and Rachel, right? How long does it take for them to finally get together? The final fucking episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. This was a love that was not meant to be immediately. And unfortunately, Brandon and I wanted to, uh, I guess, pull the eyelids off of our faces because we wanted to keep watching. We didn't want this to be over. We felt, I felt like I was in a relationship and I thought it was going well, really well, actually. And uh, I just got the carpet pulled out from under me. I got ghosted. I got ghosted. And I don't know what to do anymore with myself. And if I was, I'm going to, you know, I'm just going quickly to the rating. If I was to rate this episode, I give it an eight because I am at, you know, fuck it, an 8.5 because I'm really engaged. I want to know what's going to happen. And I'm angry. And uh, it's not fair. It's really not fair. Brandon, what do you, what do you say about? You know what? I am going to be completely at its mercy. Give it a 10. Fuck you. 10. Stop. Don't do that. Why did I think you're going to give it a 10? It's not a 10. You're going to give it's it a 10. It's not a 10, but it is a 10 because I'm completely at its mercy and I fucking want more okay, so badly. Fine, fine, fine. I don't think it's worth a 10 overall, but that justifies <laughs> it being a 10. Okay. That gives it, I would say it's like an eight or a nine. And then that gives it the extra edge because like, of the way they ended it. Like, yeah. You it's know. like, it's like the, it's like, oh, are you just trying to be like a, like an asshole to the people that like they canceled it? unfairly you're like you know fuck you 10 you guys could have yeah. had you guys could have had even more tens and you guys just threw that away kind of yeah but also it's like bobby lee or something you know he's kind of he's like a five or a four <laughs> kind of but then his personality and that he's funny you think he's shit. ugly i don't think he's ugly yeah he kind of well his personality and shit <laughs> yeah, makes yeah. It, I think he's not the most physically attractive he's uh he's short you know, I don't know. I, I I like the. I think if I was a chick, I'd probably give him like a date. I give him a date. Really? No. Yeah, because his person, Bobby Lee. His person, no, because his personality is like, fucking. Bro- that's I what love, I mean. His I personality. Makes yeah, but that's what like I mean. When I'm seven. well, that's attraction. That's to what me. I'm saying. That's attraction to me, though. I mean, I mean raw, like just looks. just looks. If we're just talking about looks, he's yeah. like a three. Yeah, and he gets but up his to personality, like a seven. But his personality is a fucking ten to me. You know, like it's so yes. great. And that's this episode. It's looks like just the thing is like uh, an, an, an eight. <laughs> like it's it's uh, it's like an eight, probably a low eight. But then 
It's well, no, elevated for me, based off it being the last episode and how much I want more. It's an eight. I'll give it an, an eight point five and maybe a nine because again, I'm angry. Like it's the anger that it's put that's pushing it to the nine. Yeah, that's what's happening. The fact, it, it gives me that. It's fueling makes me. Be like, you are a ten because I want more. Put a fork in it. It's done. So uncancel, it's a grub. Ain't no more gonna die. Wait a minute. Throw some hers and ours in there. What's your hurry?